Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. I'm Tina, and thank you for hanging out with me today. As I'm recording this, it is about 7 o'clock in the morning, and we set a new rule for our kids. I have an 8-year-old and a 5-year-old, and we have no idea, Mike and I, how during the week when it's time to get up for school, we are dragging them out of bed, like literally physically standing them up. While they try to crawl back in bed to sleep, but on the weekends, I know y'all can relate to this, especially if you have little ones, on the weekends, they pop right out of bed first thing in the morning, like first sign of daylight, and they are ready to rock and roll. Of course, I know it's because they're excited for the weekend and, you know, it's also getting, we're gearing up for the holiday season. So not that 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 really makes a difference, you guys, because this happens all the time, but we set a new rule last night, you know, before they were going to bed, we were like, okay. We need to do something about this because they wake up so early and they're so cranky by the middle of the day. So they're fighting and we're hiding from them and, you know, it's, it's the struggle is real. So last night before we um, put them to bed, we said, okay, well, we're going to set Alexa and we're going to tell her to play music at 730. And so if you come out of your room and you don't hear music, I need you to go back to bed. And, you know, of course they're like, what can we play instead? I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. Just don't come in and wake us up. <laughs> or I should say wake Mike up because, you know, I wake up early. That's whenever I do most of my run your happy life work um, or Tina ever running work. I do that early in the morning before anybody wakes up. So really it was about like, don't wake your dad up until 730. And really, I guess don't come down here and bug me <laughs> until you hear the music. And so it's currently right now. 724 when I'm recording this and they've been up since probably 630, 645. And so I've heard footsteps running around up there. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's kind of worked, right? Like they're playing instead of waking him up and running down here. And I don't know, but I guess I say all of this to share with you. If you hear tiny footsteps above us, because I'm recording downstairs and they're above me. Um, I apologize for that, but you know, I'm just grateful that I can still record this podcast and they're going to give me some time and space to do that, hopefully without interruption, but you never know. They may do that as well. So you may get a, a visit, a pop in from one of the REPA kids today. So um, if you hear some strange noises, that's what's going on above me and around me right now. I usually record these much earlier, but I have been getting ready for, I wanted to share this too, um, our free challenge, which is coming up in two weeks, I believe, which is crazy. I think whenever this will be, this podcast will be aired, it will be two weeks away from 
our next challenge. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite times. And I love how I say that as if I've been doing this for 20 years. This is year two. I mean, we just, we just crested year one. This is only my second time, you know, getting a group of runners for the winter warrior, you know, challenge and, and those who want to join our team starting in January. And, but I do love this time. Like it's so hype and I'm so grateful for it because winter running is not easy. And you guys, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me talk about this a million times that it's not easy to get out there in the cold and to do it, but it is so worth it and so doable and so fun and so transformational that I highly recommend it to everybody. So I won't go off on a tangent on that, but I do love this time of year and this challenge and this group that will start in January. It's a new year. We have new goals. My current runners just met a huge goal at the end of October, and many of them are moving on. Um, and staying with me, actually almost all of them are staying with me to train for our spring goal. So we'll be running together all winter. And many of them have set some goals that are blowing their own minds, like goals they never thought possible, like running an 8K, which is five miles. And many of them training for their very first half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. And so it's super exciting. There's going to be so much growth happening. And I just, I'm excited for our newest runners who will be joining us to kind of witness all of that happen because it's a big deal. We, we, last year, last May, we had, let's see, one, two, three, four. So four REPA runners last May did their very first like huge races. I had three people who ran their first ever half marathon. And I had one runner who was my husband who ran his very first full marathon, which is 26.2 miles. So it was a huge, huge milestones in May. And this time I've got, gosh, I think 28 current runners who will be training for some of those big goals coming up in March and May. So it's just, it's so crazy how, how quickly we're growing, not just as, you know, a group, not just our running group, as far as the number of people, but also the goals that we are striving to achieve at this point are getting so big and so exciting. And there's just so there's, there are a little bit of nerves surrounding that. Of course, like if you're doing something that makes you nervous, you're moving in the right direction. You're doing something right. You're living life. Like that's how you should feel. Um, so of course there's nerves, but there's also just this sense of like excitement and like, Oh, let's see what happens. And this will be fun. Like, let's do this together. So it's changing everything about our programs and our groups. They're changing for the better They're The connections are deeper. The excitement is bigger. Um, the relationships are building, the support is growing. Like it's just, it's changing and I love every bit of it. I love every second of it. And it's kind of morphing into, it's morphing into something else as far as mindset goes. So when we first started this journey, it was all about, you know, having the confidence to be able to do this. You know, me constantly telling the runners who first started with me, like, I know you can do this. I know you can do this. Like this will work. Just trust me. And, and we're, we're kind of so far beyond that because we've had so many groups go through the program that people come in pretty confident that they can do it if they stick with the plan. And that it is very possible because, you know, they have all of these runners who have come before them who have, you know, grown in that way. And so it, it's more, you know, it's kind of morphed into this idea of, you know, this can be a lifestyle for you, not just you can reach three miles, but it's this can be a part of your life and you can learn to love it. Like you can, you can, you can have running in your life and it can be something that you do for exercise, of course, but it, it can you can do it in a way that doesn't feel like exercise. It can be such a, 
a much bigger part of your life, but not all consuming to where it feels like something that you can't stick with for more than a couple of weeks. Like it's such a great mindset of balance and, you know, grace, how to give yourself grace, how to, how to not allow yourself to sit in excuses and not allow yourself to quit because you think you can't, but allow yourself to have grace with things that happen that are going on in life. But to know that, you know, you jump right back in and you do this for so much more than calorie burning or for, you know, just your physical exercise, like those kinds of things are just bonus. And so that's what I feel like we are morphing into. And so, you know, with that, I've been struggling a lot with how to share that message. It's really hard for me. So running is easy for me. Not, I, you know, not necessarily physically easy. Sometimes it is physically easy for me because I've worked so long on the mindset piece and it's such an, a natural part of my life. Like I don't have to think much about it. But the business aspect of sharing this message is very hard for me. And so I knew when I titled this podcast, Run Your Happy Life, that that felt right. It felt right because it wasn't about like, you know, the programs that are like couch to 5K. Like those are very much, you know, geared towards I'm going to get you off the couch and help you to move for 30 minutes. Like that's what it is. And I think that's awesome. But I, after doing this with so many brand new runners and growing, I realized it's, it has so much more to do with life than just being able to run for 30 minutes. Like it's so, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Like what comes out of this journey of learning to become a runner. And so I need to figure out how to share that message. That's my job. It does not come easy to me. I'm going to have to stretch and reach and grow and all of those things. Like I've a million times thought about renaming the actual program, like to how to find, how to empower, your, empower yourself through running or how to build life balance through running or how to, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but I know that people are growing in ways way beyond running and I need to somehow share that. So that's kind of on my mind right now is figuring out how to share that message of this is so much more than just being able to, to exercise for 30 minutes or to run for three miles. And I need that to be known. So that's what I've been working on recently and that I hope I'm able to clarify and share, as, especially as we move into this next phase of running with our newest challengers. You guys, right now, I can hear the music upstairs on Alexa. <laughs> it's playing Michael Jackson's Beat It, and it is so loud. I just sent Mike a message. I just paused really quick and sent him a message. Can you have them turn it down? So anyway, if you hear some Michael Jackson, that's what's going on. And the footsteps. So anyway, side note, I, I will be working on that over here. I hope that, you know, my runners are sharing this message because they're telling their family, they're telling their friends. And my ultimate goal, everybody knows this. My ultimate goal is not that I, you know, make everybody or convince everybody that they need to be a runner. My ultimate goal is that there are, there are people out there who feel like they're missing something, who feel like they're needing something, who feel like they're not themselves. They haven't found themselves. They haven't found their place. They haven't found, found their tribe, like that kind of thing. Like they're out there and I feel like they need to see me and they need to know that this isn't just one more check off the box, figure out. It's not, you know, it's not like a, a workout program where it's like, join this to lose weight kind of thing. Like this is so much more than that. And it's so much, there is so much self-discovery that happens through this journey. And I think if, if you are listening to this and you're not one of my runners and you're curious about that, I think going back and listening to any of the interviews that I have on the podcast, I mean, if, if you listen to Cameron's or Joetta's or Jeff's or Ashley's or Leah's or Chrissy's, like if you go and listen to these podcasts, you will see that this is so much more 
than just running. And if that's what you are looking for, then this is where you need to be. And and I think what will probably happen is organically, my runners will tell their family and friends and, and their family and friends will see changes in them that are so much more beyond just you can run three miles that that's when they'll say like, I want a piece of this. So that's always my goal. And that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm always aiming for. And for my runners listening to this, I hope you guys can feel that and recognize it. I think that you do. I think that you do because you shared that with me. And the fact that you're setting goals that, that never would have crossed your mind a year ago when you started this or, you know, months ago, a couple months ago when you started this, like you never would have thought you could do this. And I'm not even, I'm not even referring to the physical aspect of being able to run train for 13.1 miles or for five miles, but just the confidence in yourself, right? Just the way that you see yourself and your self-esteem and knowing how, you know, how much more you can push, how much more you can grow that you never thought possible. And so I want you to reflect on that. I mean, I've had runners who have changed, made different career choices because of the confidence that has been built through going on a journey to becoming a runner. And so you know, I just hope that that message spreads. I just hope that somehow I learn how to clarify that, that I figure out how to message, you know, clarify that message so that everybody knows that this is so much more than just running. And it's not because you're going to be doing something in addition to, to training. It's a, it's that mindset that comes with opening yourself up to something you never thought you could do. So along these lines, I wanted to share, I've never done this before, but I wanted to share a couple of questions and responses that I got from my newest challengers. Now, I have not met them yet. Some of them I do know, those who have joined my challenge team. If you're hearing this and you have signed up for the wait list, check your email to see if you got the invite, like the congratulations, you are on the list. Congratulations, you're on our challenge list. You're on our roster right now because we do have about, I think, 40 one. I think we have about 41 people who have been added to the challenge roster and that happened yesterday. So if you're a challenger and you you're hearing this and you haven't seen an email, please go check your, um, your spam, your clutter, make sure that you get that because in that email where it tells you that you are on the roster, there's also a link to complete a kind of a questionnaire, basically me helping me to get to know you and how I can best help and support you. Like if you talk to any of my runners, you'll know that I do this throughout all of our training. I ask them to complete what we call reflections so that I can keep, you know, up to date on what's going on with them. They're all very good about sharing it in their posts and groups. So I learned that way, but this is something that I do to help my newest challengers to understand where they're coming from, what they're hoping for. And so I've never done this before, but I am going to read through some of the responses that I got. It just went out yesterday. So I feel like I have, I have about maybe 15 responses, but I'm just going to pick out a couple of these and, and talk about them to hopefully, hopefully shed some light for, you know, these newest challengers and also to help my runners remember what it felt like to be in this position of, you know, fear and uncertainty and having these questions. And so I think this will be kind of fun. So hang in, hang in there with me. I do want to say what's pretty cool, what's so fun is that I'm look, I'm scanning right now at the at the form that I had them fill out. And we've got people signing up for this challenge from New York and Arkansas, Texas, Missouri, Florida, California, Maryland, Minnesota, um, more from New York, Indiana, and even from the UK. So that's super exciting. Super exciting. Lots of lots of challengers from all over the place, which is, is even more fun. Okay. So a couple of the things, a couple of the responses, 
So I asked the question, what are you most looking forward to? And so I want my runners to think about this too, if you remember being in this position. So I've got like, I'm looking forward to learning more about healthy habits. I'm looking forward to not dreading actually going for a run. I'm looking forward to getting introduced to something, being able to run at a doable pace and being able to manage learning how to run. I'm looking forward to getting back into running and to shed some weight, which I know many of our runners probably, that was probably a motivation for a lot of our runners, um, but you will see how that changes very quickly once you start on your journey into running. And we're going to talk about that during the challenge. There will be a whole coaching session devoted to weight and running to kind of address that aspect because it's totally normal. So we'll be talking about it. I'm looking forward to hitting my goal, to learning how to run, and maybe even eventually learn how to run long distances it does happen. Um, I'm looking to take my healthy life to the next level. I love that. I'm looking to getting back in shape and running. I really miss running. Okay. So a former runner who's coming back to running, I totally get that. Improving my overall health, building stamina and wanting to be able to run a 5k. I'm looking forward to becoming a runner. Um, and I am looking forward to getting started because my running friends my running friends go too far for me and they go too fast. And my goal is to one day be able to join them in person. I love that. I love that so much. And it's pretty crazy how quickly that happens as well. Once you have, I mean, really it's all about consistency. And once you have that balance, when you're able to fit running into your weekly life and do it in a way that's manageable, then it totally happens. Okay. So do you have any worries? This was my question. Do you have any worries? Um, I'm worried that I am too far out of shape and that I won't have the stamina to run. Totally normal. I'm worried that I weigh too much. Totally normal. I'm worried that anything, I'm always worried about anything involving running. Will I be able to keep up? Will I be able to handle it? Will I be able to stay interested? Totally normal. And I know my runners right now are saying like, oh my gosh, I remember that. These are big ones. I mean, these are, these are ones that I see all of the time. Um, another concern, not staying motivated during the challenge or having injury during the course, 100%. I always get injury, injury concerns during this challenge when people say, I'm worried that I'm going to get hurt or an old injury is going to get aggravated. And it might, like if you take on a new running journey, it might get aggravated. And we've had runners, myself included, who have gone through experiences like that. And I've talked about it in former podcasts, but you know, I always go back to the idea of, okay, so our choices might be like, I'm going to, what if you found something that you loved, right? So much that, you know, if it aggravated an old injury and you had to go and get it addressed, right? Like you had to do some PT or you had to go see a doctor, um, but you found something that you love. This is what has happened, by the way, for any of my runners who have an old aggravated injury. Like they get so upset about the, I can't run. I need to be back to running that they are like on it to get it taken care of, to get it healed and then to jump right back in. So it, it may happen. It, it may happen, but it can't keep you from trying to do things. You know, you know that if something comes up, you can take care of it. You can go get your PT or go get your MRI, your x-ray, and then keep it moving because what, what's the other option to not try to not do it? Um, if you haven't found something that you fell in love with right now, a, a physical activity that you have fallen in love with, it is 100% worth the chance to try this out. And the other thing is most of our runners don't get injured because we move so slowly into our growth that it's, it does, it's not likely to cause injury. So 
the injury that I'm talking about right now, like the older injuries that are being aggravated are typically happening later on in our training for people who are going beyond 3.1 miles and stretching themselves to see how far they can go. And sometimes that does aggravate old injuries and, and me included, we have all done what we can, done what we've needed to, to get back, you know, take care of it and get back on the wagon. So nothing to, to shy away from taking on this challenge or trying to do this. Um, okay. So other worries, I'm worried that I'm going to hate it and I'm not going to succeed. Well, I, you know, you never know until you try. I have never had one person say, I hate this. I have had people say, when am I going to love it? When does this get easier? And we are going to talk about that in the, um, during the challenge. We'll have a coaching session on that too. It's all part of the journey, but you feel so good about yourself whenever you dedicate this time to getting stronger that hating it, I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's possible to hate it because we're going to, we're going to do things so mindfully. The only way you're going to hate it is if you do it five days a week and you try to run too far too fast and you're miserable. We're not going to do that. Um, do you have any worries? Oh, okay. Um, I had knee replacement surgery, so I am doing PT and I'm also worried about being overweight and out of shape. And so, you know, I think that's ideal that you are currently doing PT for that because that gives us the expertise from the PT on how to strengthen those areas that you need strengthened. And we're just going to go slowly and see how it feels. I'm not going to tell anybody to go out there and run a mile as fast as they can without stopping. I'm going to tell you guys during probably before week one, I would tell you to jog for 15 seconds and then to walk for five minutes. That's it. That's it. Three times. That's pretty gentle, right? Um, and then see how you feel. Any other worries? Not sure what shoes would work best. And I'm worried about, I weigh too, I'm, I weigh too much and I'm afraid of hurting myself. Yeah, I see. As you guys can see, I told you that these are normal. As you can see just on some of them that I've read right now, like there's so much consistency in these kinds of questions and worries and it is totally normal. But I'm so grateful that those of you who did fill this out are taking the chance taking the opportunity to, to give this a try so that you can see that it doesn't have to be torture. It doesn't have to be, you're not, it's not like whenever you tried out for the basketball team and you had to do sprints, right? Whatever it is, it's so different from that. It is so much more gentle. It is so much more, you know, easing into your goals. And then before you know it, you're so strong, your goals get bigger, but it still feels similarly challenging as it does in the beginning. And if, if you're blowing your own mind, like I said, my runners right now, they're blowing their own mind that for them, two and three mile runs are easy and they're nervous about what comes next, right? But think about that. They were where you were thinking that 20 seconds felt hard or intimidating. 30 seconds felt impossible. One minute was like mind blowing. And here they are saying like, oh, I hope we only have a two or three mile run this week because I can do that. That's easy for me. And so you just up your game, you up your level of what feels challenging to you. And it's so, it's so exciting. So you guys, I'm really, really, really proud of that. So I do want to answer a couple of, one of the, one of the questions I had was literally, what questions do you have for me? So one question was, is what should I be doing to prepare for this new adventure? Um, well, the best thing that you can do, and I have an email going out about that this week, is to start carving out three times per week when you are going to dedicate that time to yourself. I always say like, take that flag and stake the claim into that time when you carve out 30 minutes three times a week. So look at your schedule, start finding out when that's going to work best for you. This is the most ideal thing you can do for yourself right now. One easy way to do that is to start walking three times a week. We have two weeks before the challenge starts. Start walking and do it three times a week and do it for maybe 20 minutes 
You can do it for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and just start getting into the routine of this is my time, this is my time, this is my time. That's step number one. So once you've dedicated that time, you're going to already eliminate the resistance of, oh gosh, when am I going to get this done? Like start thinking about that now. That is the best thing that you can do. Start thinking about what times of the day, what days of the week will this work best for me? And I only want you to choose three. None of this nonsense of like, well, I'm ready for this, so I'm going to do four or five. Like, no, you're not because we're going to stay balanced and we're going to let this feel easy and let this feel like something you can do way beyond just one or two weeks. So three times, carve out that time for yourself. That is the best thing you can do right now. And I'm going to jump to another question that says, what running shoes are good for my narrow feet? My ankles also turn in. The best thing you can do in addition to giving yourself that time, carving out that time for yourself is to get a good pair of shoes. Now, I can tell you what kind of shoes I wear, but I will also tell you that everybody is different and that different shoes work for different people. So the best thing that you can do, honestly, like if you're ready to dive into this, is to look for any type of running store near you. If you are wanting to find a pair of shoes, like if you, especially if you have some specific concerns, if you go to a running store, they can fit you for shoes. So they'll look at how you jog. They'll look at how you walk. They'll look at your feet. They'll do some measurements and they'll say, this would probably be the best shoe for you to use to start running. Do you have to do this? Absolutely not. One of my runners has been running in, she said, $15 Walmart shoes since she started and she's run a 10K in those Walmart shoes. But if you are concerned, if you've had issues with your feet, if you are worried about injuries in your body, like this is definitely something that your body will thank you for. for. And the good news is that runner just recently went to a running store and got herself some running shoes. And now she doesn't even know what to do with herself because they're so cushiony. And she's like, I'm not used to not feeling the rocks under my feet. So she's, she is living the dream over there with her new shoes. But I think that that's a great step. So carving out that time, getting some shoes, if you can get fitted for them, great, because there are different types of shoes for different kind of runners. Our feet do different things, right? Like some of us have um, different gaits than other people. Some of us have wider feet, obviously, but also there are other things they look at, something called pronation. Um, and they'll be able to determine what shoes would be best for you in that regard. So I can tell you that I wear Asics Gel Nimbus. I have for years. I went to a running store probably 10, 15 years ago and got fitted for them. And once they gave me like my style and my size, and you're going to want to do half a size bigger just because whenever you're running, your feet can swell once you're out there for a while. So they always recommend do a half a size bigger. But once I had that and I knew that, I never went back to the running store to purchase them again just in order to save money. I looked online constantly. I would buy the older version. I would look for clearance deals, but I still wear to this day gel Nimbus, Asics gel Nimbus. And I mean, that I sometimes if they're on sale, I'll buy like two or three pairs because I know I'm going to need them down the road. And so you only have to do that once. Now, I will also tell you, if you go there and you get fitted for shoes and they don't feel right, if they, if they feel like they're throwing something off or something seems to be agitating you, go back, go back. I mean, go back and talk to them about it. Ask them about it. They may say, well, let's try this one instead, or this could be causing that. So definitely um, keep talking to them. Stay in touch. I do recommend that you do go, especially if you have 
if you have worries about, you know, your feet and former injuries, things like that. So those are two things that you can do right now to help with preparing for this. And I love this mindset. So you obviously have allowed yourself to embrace this whole, like I'm going all in if you're asking these kinds of questions. So um, I'm so excited. I'm just really excited to continue to to work with you guys and to get to know you because I'll be reaching out over the next two weeks to these challengers just to get to know them a little bit more and just to see how else I can help them in taking this leap. Okay, so let's see. I think you answered all of my questions already. Okay, good. I don't really have a lot of questions. Um, and then one of the questions says, can you help me? One million percent. I can help you. I can help you. My team is going to help you. You guys are going to be so inspired by them. If you haven't done so yet, I do want to encourage you to check out some of those interviews. I do have several people, several of my runners who are ready to do some of them another interview. Um, Ashley, who you all may have listened to before, told me the other day, Tina, I've already outlined my next podcast interview, so I'm ready when you are, which is so funny to me. Like she's probably, she's probably got a little spreadsheet with all the things that she wants to share, which I love. I'm so here for it. So hopefully we'll be hearing from Ashley soon. I am so, so pumped about this, you guys. So, okay, right now we are two weeks away. My challenger is check your email. You're going to have several emails coming out and I will be reaching out to you through Facebook Messenger. So if you are hearing this, you might see a friend request come through for me and then I will be personally reaching out to you on Facebook Messenger just to make sure that I touch base, to make sure that you have everything that you need, to make sure you're getting your emails. And then in approximately one more week, I will be opening up the challenge group. So for my runners, I will be asking you this week who wants to be in the hype squad. And for my runners, I'll also be opening up your private group again tomorrow night, which is Sunday, Sunday night. I will be opening it up. I've had it closed for two weeks and they are going crazy. They have been blowing up a group Facebook messenger saying like, Tina, when are you going to open the group? Because we are getting ready to start our newest round of training for my current runners. And so I forced them to take a break, to take some time off so that they could miss it. And I'm getting ready to open that group and we're going to all start our training again this week. So that will be super exciting. And I will ask you guys, my runners who wants to be in the hype squad for the newest group, which is always exciting because this is when you get to be, you get to go from the student to the teacher, right? And you get to teach all of these new runners with their uncertainty and their questions and wondering, you know, is it worth it? Should I do this? Can I really make this happen? Am I Am I ready for this? Am I made for this? You can give them all of the confidence that they need. And then you get to watch them grow. You get to watch them prove themselves, all of their doubts wrong, and to change who they are as a person. And then they're going to fall in love with it. And I, I will tell you right now, right now, I have a 100% success rate for every runner who shows up for everything. I hope that that makes sense. So, and that's as far as the challenge goes. And then if you decide to join the program after that, for every runner who shows up for everything, all of the coaching offered for the, the three workouts, I mean, the three workouts for sure, like that, I will say that everybody who shows up for the coaching shows up for the workouts. And if they show up for the workouts, they meet their goals and most likely are continuing to run beyond what they started. So if you show up for the coaching during the challenge, if you show up for the coaching during the program, you will 100% succeed in meeting your goals and probably go way beyond the goals you initially set for yourself. I will guarantee you that 100%, every single one of my runners who have shown up for those things have been successful 
beyond belief, have been successful beyond measure. So if you can tell yourself that, that all I have to do is be there for the coaching, like I just have to put my headphones in, I just have to sit at my computer, I just have to pull it up on my phone. Like if I can do that, then I can do the rest of this. I can succeed. Yes, I promise you that you can. Just keep showing up with me and I will help you get there. And you're going to surprise yourself. All right, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Everything is so silent upstairs, so they must have got the message. They're all trying to be quiet now. So I'm going to go um, have breakfast with my family. I'm not running today because I ran yesterday was my run number three. So I'm done for the weekend, actually, which is crazy. So I'm not running today. and I'm not running tomorrow. I'm just going to hang out with my family, reach out to my challengers, check in on my runners, and have an amazing weekend. So I hope you guys do the same. I love you. I can't wait to meet many of my challengers and to, again, be reunited in our group with my runners. So if you are listening to this and you are not a member of our challenge team yet, and you are not one of our runners, but you are interested and you want to try this out, head over to tinarepa.com forward slash run. That's R-E-P-A, tinarepa.com forward slash run. Get on the wait list ASAP so that we can get you all set up and ready to go because we are starting very soon. That group opens in one week and we're going to start introductions in one week. And then a week from then, so right after Thanksgiving, we'll be kicking off our challenge and building our next team. So I really hope to see you guys there. Have an amazing weekend. I love you guys and I'll be back soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.